Welcome to the Final Roar, a Carolina Panthers podcast. It's Jared Feinberg of Blue Chip Scouting and Cat Cray Blog, and I am your host for today's episode. We are approaching week one of the NFL preseason, which means the Carolina Panthers are playing football. Like a like an actual football game. I know it doesn't count. Preseason really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. The games will really matter once week one of the regular season rolls around in a few weeks. So today we're going to take a look at the Panthers step chart heading into the week and also the team that they're going to play against, Washington Commanders. Ron Rivera playing against his former team. This this should be fun. This should be fun. Um, a couple things that I want to point out before I dive into the depth chart. Um, a couple things that came out of practice today. Number one, C.J. Saunders, the Panthers. Basically the lead guy for the slot role for the Panthers on offense. He will be out for the next three to four weeks with a quad. With, ah, with a quad strain. So Saunders, that that could take a that's probably a big hit towards his opportunity of potentially starting in the slot for Carolina. However, that gives a chance for Shai Smith to take over as the starting slot guy. Another guy that is injured is Ian Thomas starting Tynan. Um he is now in his fourth year. Right? No, his fifth year. Excuse me. He's in his fifth year. That's crazy. Losing track of time. Ian Thomas out for the next week, two weeks due to a rib injury. And Matt Rule said it will basically depend on pain tolerance. So, Ian Thomas out basically this week. Saunders will be out for the rest of the preseason, which sucks for Saunders because, as Joe Person of The Athletic pointed out, it's going to be really hard for C.J. Saunders to truly make the roster unless he has impressed the coaching staff so so much in training camp that, hey, he may end up having a roster spot or even a spot on the practice squad. And you, we could see Saunders still on this football team. It was just, I think Saunders at this moment with, the, with his injury, with how long he's going to be out, He's basically going to be out a month, in a sense. So, we could see Saunders back with the team. Very very possible. He'll probably get cut, but it'll be like a cut and then sign him to the practice squad. So, that that's sort of where I'm at with Saunders at the moment. Ian Thomas, I don't think it's really much of a concern. Um, he's out for at least a week, two weeks. He may not even play at all this preseason. It really doesn't matter. He's going to be the starter, one of the starters at tight end. But let's talk about the depth chart. It's, what day is it? It's August 10th. Let me remind you guys, this is not the final depth chart. This is the very first depth chart this preseason. The very first one. So, you know, you see this and you're like, Initial look is like, why in the world are the guys that we are expecting to be the first team guys aren't? So, a couple things. Brady Christensen, Aiki Mikwanu, first team to Christensen. 
at left tackle. Iguanu, second team. Mike Jordan, left guard, starting. At center, it's basically Pat Elfline or Bradley Bozeman. Then, of course, at quarterback, the position everyone talks about with the Panthers, Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold. It's the way this is sorted out looks like a college depth chart. And look, I I will say what Matt Rule was doing the other day with the gassers was absolutely ridiculous. And like, sure, I, I understand that Panther fans, there are some fans out there that want Rule to be good, think he can't really, like, they will defend him to death. I respect them. But with the stuff he has done, and I can list out all the issues that he really has had over the last, I don't know, two years with this team. Let me find that tweet real quick. Let's see. Number one, making grown men run gassers for a mistake that isn't too deep. Reaching the ball across the plane. You're wide ass open. No one's around you. And you're making him run gassers because he was celebrating as he's heading to the end zone. Ball out. I would assume he's high-stepping in. Calling out his own players after losses. Do we not remember what he was doing with Cam Newton? Throwing his former offensive coordinator basically under the bus because of different philosophies. Joe Brady, that whole fiasco, you know, 10 and 23 in two seasons. That's unacceptable. Big part. Rule was a big part in orchestrating that trade for Sam Darnold. One of the worst trades in probably the last 5, 10 years. The compensation is it's not barbaric, but the fact that you traded for Darnold and then gave him the fifth-year option just makes that trade so much more worse than it looks. All this deserves criticism, but you know there's people out there that are like, Jared, give Matt Rule a break. He's Dealt with COVID seasons, all that. I'm like, don't give me that. Don't give me that. Come on. Come on. All right. Enough of my rambling. Let's move on. Yeah. The whole or player or player at like center, RB2, and quarterback. I'm like, what are we doing? Really? Just, that's just me. It'll probably be different after the Patriots game. That in two weeks, we will know who the starter will be, who the official starter will be. It will more than likely be Baker Mayfield. I think everyone knows this. The starter at center will more than likely be Bradley Bozeman. The starter at left guard will more than likely be Akeem Iguanu. No. Scratch that. It will probably be Brady Christensen. The starter at left tackle will more than likely be Akeem Iguanu. But just looking over the step chart, looking at some of the guys that could maybe to keep an eye on this weekend offensively, 
Cade Mays, the rookie, he's currently slated as the third team left guard. Um, Steven Sullivan, assuming he's back and he's playing this week, I could definitely see him making an impact, maybe proving himself to be the number three tight end on this roster. We could see Deontay Brown maybe get some good reps on third team. Shy Smith, he's got a lot to prove. Can he be the starting slot receiver? We'll see. Terrace Marshall, Rashad Higgins, all in, all in that mix. Keith Kirkwood, would love to see him try to compete for a roster spot. That would be awesome. Charleston Rambo, former Oklahoma Sooner and Miami Hurricane. He's got a chance of maybe making the 53. If he impresses enough during the preseason, he may sneak in. Always that possibility. And running back, they're more likely going to keep three guys, but I think one guy to watch is Spencer Brown, third string running back. I think he could have a chance at being the number four running back on the roster, but I don't think... There will be four running backs on the roster. If anything, it will be McCaffrey, Deontay Foreman, Chuba Hubbard. So that's really all I have for the offensive depth chart. Let's look at the the defensive depth chart for the Carolina Panthers. And a lot of this just as expected. You know, Brian Burns starting. Brian Burns, Yuri Grossmatos, two starting defensive ends. Derek Brown, Matt Udonis. And then as the two starting defensive tackles, Avian Nixon, Bravian Roy, the two defensive tackles behind him on second team. Jack Thompson, Damian Wilson, Frankie Louvu as the starters. Dante Jackson, J.C. Horn, the two boundary corners. Jeremy Chin, Xavier Woods. There's not really anything egregious about any of this. I mean, this is the, the, the defense basically seems set couple guys I want to keep an eye on. And something really did interest me when I was looking at this. Kalen Barnes. The Panthers' seventh-round draft pick. He's 13. 13 defense. If he could... He could be one of the guys to make the final 53. I, I expect him to make the 53, to be honest with you. Dante Jackson, C.J. Henderson, J.C. Horn, Keith Taylor, Kalen Barnes, Miles Hartsfield. Even though Hartsfield's listed as a safety, I considered him the starting nickel for this team. So as I was talking about with the cornerbacks on the previous episode, they have a lot of talented corners that can match up with different types of receivers. So it's a good, good thing to have on your defense. So I like the cornerback room. Brandon Smith, Panthers' fourth-round draft pick, I believe. Fourth or fifth-round draft pick. Second team, right outside linebacker. So that's something to keep an eye on. Corey Littleton, one of Carolina's free agent signings. He's starting at, or he is actually the second team left outside linebacker behind Shaq Thompson. Let me look at all the other names here. Tay Hayes, fifth team. Could Tay Hayes make the final 53? We don't know. I don't think Duke Dawson makes the final 53. Um, shout out to Garrett Ballard of Bucks Report. Good friend of mine. 
former colleague over at Blue Chip Scouting. Love him to death. Big Florida fan. Let's see. Yeah, he was asking me the other day, hey, what do you think of um what do you think of Duke Dawson so far? I'm like, honestly, man, sadly, Dawson hasn't really made a peep in practice. I don't think he makes the team. Could he make the team? And he's actually impressing behind the scenes. Who knows? But it's unfortunate, man. I mean, they really needed the depth at corner because of the injuries to Keith Taylor, C.J. Henderson, and J.C. Horn at one point. But I think I I don't expect Duke Duke Dawson, Devin Jones, and Tay Hayes to make the final 53. So, unfortunately. But shout out to Garrett, man. Love him to death. If you haven't done so already, give him a follow. He's at... NFL Ballard, B-A-L-L-A-R-D. Big Florida fan. If you're a Florida Gators fan, give him a follow. All right. So, nothing really egregious here with the defensive depth chart. I, I just don't see anything wrong with it, to be honest with you. This is basically how I expected it to be. Um. And it's good when you know that the defense is basically set. You know who the guys are. You know who's going to be. You have a pretty clear idea who's going to be where. A lot of talented guys. I really do hope Davian Nixon can evolve into a bigger role with the team. I I think he can be a big-time, impactful number three defensive tackle for this team. If you want to use him pass rush situations, I think that's the guy you want. If you're running that NASCAR package that Phil Snow loves to run, put him on the field for that. You get speed from Nixon. Nixon can move for his size. He's an athlete. He was the best defensive tackle in the 2021 draft class, in my opinion. So, it's good to have a young, raw defensive tackle, but with a lot of talent. Nixon can put it all together, stay healthy. Panthers got a really good group in the interior, so I'm looking forward to that. Again, nothing egregious with the depth chart for the for the defense. The offense is really the only problem I have. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Baker Mayfield on the field for the first time and Matt Corral. I want to see what Matt Corral does in a live game environment. It'll be interesting to see how he does. Um, he's currently listed third on the depth chart. I doubt he's going to be third on the depth chart for Carolina Like by the end of the season. I don't think Carolina's keeping four quarterbacks. I think P.J. Walker is going to end up being the the lone man out on this. So, Matt Corral, looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing how he does there. Let's look at special teams. So special teams, you know, Saunders is out, of course. It's going to be hard for him to make the roster to final 53. He may end up being a practice, a big-time practice squad candidate. But first-team kick returner and punt returner, Andre Roberts. Not bad for a 34-year-old punt returner or return man. J.J. Jansen, of course, is the long snapper. Johnny Hecker is the punter. Zane Gonzalez is the starting kicker. No competition there. It's nice to know that we don't have any competition at either of the spots. Those two are great special teamers. You got to love Johnny Hecker, best punter in the league. Dan Gonzalez, one of the best up-and-coming kickers in the NFL. So, 
looks like it sounds like Johnny Hecker will deal with um, kick kickoff duties. He'll be the guy kicking off um, in those situations, stuff like that. But again, nothing egregious. Shy Smith, number two on the depth chart at kick returner. So you'll see plenty of Shy Smith this week. Looking forward to that. I'm looking for I'm Shy Smith's really the guy I'm looking at to potentially like really per, like excite everyone. Like he's got quickness. He's got he's got the quickness to be a really good route runner in this league. Um he he can make some really nice contested catches. I really like I liked watching Shy Smith in the twenty twenty one NFL draft before that draft very impressive player i'm glad carolina was able to get him and add more depth and i think shy smith can be that depth guy now that saunders is out smith has a clear runway to potentially making the final 53 so that excites me a lot all right let's look at the panth or not the panthers let's look at the washington commanders depth chart now I let me let me look on my phone real quick to see if there is a true official depth chart out for Washington. Washington Commanders. Let's see. Don't believe they actually Yes, they did. Okay. Now the this is the official unofficial depth chart for the Washington football team. So, this is actually my first time laying my eyes on this. Like, I literally just pulled up, pulled this up while I was trying to get everything sorted out. So, not a lot of surprises, to be honest with you. I really like what Washington has with their wide receiver core. Terry McLaurin, Dimey Brown, any Tar Heel fans out there, shout out to Dimey Brown. Curtis Samuel, former Panther, miss him. Wish he was still on the team, but it is what it is. Jahan Dotson, Washington's first-round draft pick. I think he's going to be really good, guys. Really, really good. He's good. Um, Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick, and Brian Robinson. Those are your top three running backs for Washington. Brian Robinson. You remember, if anyone had watched the college football playoffs or watched any college football you probably know who Brian Robinson is. He was Alabama's top running back last year, and he is a bowling ball. I mean, I, he he will bounce around defenders. I mean, run them over. He is a powerful running back. I think he will carve out a potential rotational role at running back with Washington. That's a player I'm looking forward to watching this coming weekend on Saturday. Let's see. Who else to look out for? Sam Howell, Washington's fifth-round draft pick. He was my QB1 for this past 2022 NFL draft. That just goes to show how bad the draft class was this past year. But there are rumors. There are rumors. Just rumors. that Sam Howell could be starting week one. Maybe. Carson Wentz is actually not impressing during Commander's training camp. Sam Howell, former Tar Heel, 
gets to be the first rookie quarterback to start this year. How about that? That'd be really cool. Especially for a Sam Howell stand myself. So, I'm looking forward to seeing Sam Howell on the field this weekend. How he does, how he handles the pressure against Carolina's defense. Carolina, Carolina has plenty of depth. Some good depth. Um, so, I'm looking forward to seeing how he handles Carolina's second or third team defense. So, again, looking forward to that. Washington's offensive line. One guy I'm really looking forward to watching, Chris Paul, Washington's left guard. No, this is not CP3. No, no way. I mean, unless Chris Paul all of a sudden decided to add 300 pounds to his frame and end up growing up to like 6'7", 300-something pounds. Chris Paul is not in the NFL, people. This is Chris Paul, the left guard for the Washington Commanders guy I really like during the pre-draft process. I had him drafted in a couple mock drafts I put out for Cat Crate Blog. Really impressive player on tape. Former Tulsa guard, or actually, I think he was the right tackle. It's been a while, but looking forward to seeing Chris Ball on the field. Um, Cole Turner, another rookie. Looking forward to seeing how he does. Offensively, that, that that's I mean, you look at Washington's offense; it's not that bad outside of Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is awful, awful. Just saying. Okay, let's look at their defense. Their defense is again. This is my first time really getting my eyes on this defense. So we got Montez. I mean, the front four, it's about what I expected. Montez Montez Sweat, Darren Payne, Jonathan Allen, Chase Young. That's your starting front four for the Washington Commanders. Starting linebackers, Jamin Davis, Cole Holcomb. Um, Second team, Kaleki Hudson, David Mayo. I mean... There are plenty of guys on this depth chart that were with Carolina at some point, and David Mayo was one of those guys. So shout out to David Mayo, former Panther. F.A. Obata, third team defensive end. Fortunately, he's probably stuck. Or actually, no, he's listed as defensive tackle. My bad. I read that wrong. Read that wrong. I can't speak today. I've been struggling to speak all day. My apologies. F.A. Obata, former Panther. I really thought he would have carved out a role with the Panthers and be a impactful defensive end for them. Fortunately, it didn't go that way. Ended up having a nice time in Buffalo as a rotational piece there. Now he's in Washington. He's listed as third-team defensive tackle with Daniel Wise. Ahead of him is David Bada and Fedarian Mathis. Fedarian Mathis is a player I thought, hey, maybe Caroline could draft him at more depth to an already somewhat stacked Panthers defensive tackle room, um, in my eyes. Fedaria Mathis, I think, will end up having a very early impact with Washington early in his career, especially this season. Let's see. The cornerback room, you got Kendall Fuller, got William Jackson, you got Benjamin St. Juice, Corn Elder, former Panther, listed as second-team cornerback, Andy Johnson, Christian Holmes as your second team. 
And then as your starting safeties, you got Cameron Curl and Bobby McCain. Not so Washington's basically Panthers DC in a way. I mean, you got former Panthers across the board with the coaching staff as well. Trey Turner's there. Let's see. Trey Turner, Eli Wolf, former Panther, Alex Arma, former Panther. Um, Tyler Larson, former Panther. Dax Mine, former Panther. At Alex Eric Alex Erickson, former Panther. Curtis Samuel, former Panther. Tyler Heineke, former Panther. Reggie Bonifant, po- former Panther. Um, Obata, former Panther. Uh, let's see who else. David Mayo, former Panther. Corn Elder, former Panther. And that's basically it. A lot of former Panthers in Washington. Oh, by the way, Joey Sly, former Panther. (laughs) He's the starting kicker for Washington. How about that? So, Trey West, Joey Sly, starting kicker, or starting punter and kicker, respectively. Alex Erickson is slated as the starting return man on both kick and punt returns. No surprise there. But, you know... Looking over this depth chart, nothing really surprises me. It would definitely not surprise me if Sam Howell was starting week one. I'll be clear on that right now. If Sam Howell is impressing well enough in training camp and he ends up impressing this preseason, there's a good possibility Sam Howell could end up starting either week one or at least sometime early this season. Especially if Wentz doesn't perform to whatever his expectations are for this season. But I don't really have a score prediction for Washington, for the Washington game this weekend. I don't feel like a preseason game is really a game I'd want to predict. But, you know, a couple players I do want to watch. And, you know, first team will probably get the first couple of series. So I kind of want to see, you know, who does Carol, who does Matt Rule decide to trot out there as QB1? Maybe they'll give both Darnold and Baker Mayfield one series, and that'll be it. So for Carolina, again, I mentioned Shai Smith, one of the players I'm definitely keeping an eye on. Kalen Barnes is another one. Um, Miles Hartsfield, Brandon Smith, Phil Hoskins, definitely a player I'm looking forward to watching this weekend. Matt Corral. Spencer Brown, Charleston Rambo, um, Akeem McGuanu. Akeem McGuanu is definitely one guy I, I'm very excited to watch this weekend. First time in full pads against live action against another team. If he impresses this weekend, it would not surprise me if he's playing first team left tackle all week next week. Would not surprise me one bit. He should have been doing so anyway. Anyways, <laughs> you know, I'm not, I just want some some of the guys that are, you know, bar- looking like they might barely just make the roster or they're not going to make the roster at all. Those are the guys I'm like, hey, I want to see what this guy does. I want to see what Charleston Rambo does. I want to see what Derek Wright does. I want to see what Andre Roberts can do. Um, well, I already know what Andre Roberts can do. What about Keith Kirkwood? What about Rayshon Henry? 
Wyatt Miller, Deontay Brown, Cade Mays, Jared Scott, Darius Bradwell, Frank Heron, Amari Barno, Mark Juan McCall, um, maybe even Tay Hayes, Stanley Thomas Oliver III, Sam Franklin, Sean, Sean, Sean Chandler, Kenny Robinson. Like, I want to see how these guys do with significant reps this weekend. Because first team isn't going to be getting a lot of reps. Maybe for one or two series, and then they're they're done. They're done after that. Then you rotate guys in all throughout the game. You just see what they got. I'm looking forward to this weekend. Looking forward to seeing the Panthers in action. First time this year against another football team. I'm very much looking forward to this. In a couple weeks, guys, we'll finally know who will be the official starter at quarterback. Who the official starting five offensive linemen will be. Who will be the number two running back behind Christian McCaffrey. We will see what happens then. I'll be back next week. Guys, remember, I am starting school next week, which means I don't know when I'll be able to get a podcast in. I don't know if I'll be able to review this game via the podcast or I'll just tweet out my thoughts. I really don't know yet. But I do know this. Over the next couple of weeks, starting midway through next week, I'll be starting a article for or an article series for CACRATE blog, kind of just previewing or just more of a watch list, I would say, for potential tight end prospects or linebacker prospects, or edge prospects, quarterback prospects, tight end prospects, really positions of need, potential positions of need next year to watch um, this upcoming season in the college football realm. So a few guys that I really like so far, especially especially at linebacker, um, a certain linebacker from Clemson, I think you might know who it is, um, and also a certain tight end from Notre Dame, Michael Mayer. That's that's one guy I love to death. Really good tight end. Um, but I'm excited to get some content out for Cat Great Blog. I'll have content out coming soon, hopefully for Blue Chip Scouting. I'll probably end up having a big board for them going over there. But anyways, that'll be it for today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed listening. Let's hope for an impressive game. Maybe a close game this weekend i know it's preseason it really doesn't matter for but for the guys that are playing basically second team lower it's very important for them very important all right guys y'all take care peace and keep pounding